0: Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. I'm coming to you from Los Angeles, California, 2016, uh, one of the worst years in the history of mankind is winding down. Uh, but I have found a bright side to the uh, to the absolute shitshow nightmare that the last couple months have been. I um, frequently have panic attacks where, like, I'm convinced I'm having a heart attack. And I'm going to die. Um, I had one a few days ago and I was like, eh. So I found my way through. <laughs> it's been worse. Yeah. You know what? I had a good run. Uh, you're listening to International Waters. Country that just cracked open the Baileys and plans to stay drunk until January 3rd, a country after my own heart, really. Uh, from the Tracy Allman Show and John Finnemore's Souvenir Program, she's Carrie Quinlan. Welcome back.
1: Hello. It's nice to be back. It's nice to hear you.
0: How, how are you?
1: I'm very well. I'm very well. I, um, I realize there's a bright spot to um, yeah. the sack of balls. That is uh, 2016 (laughs) ending Um, because I remembered at the weekend that about 20 years ago, I read a statistic which has become my favourite statistic that at that time, the rate of increase in people becoming Elvis impersonators was such that Mm -hmm. by 2017, one in three of us would be an Elvis impersonator. So that's something to look forward to.
0: That's fantastic, you it's know cool there lip. are five of us involved with this show exactly we, we so cannot like, see you though <laughs> I don't my math is not great, but one in a third of us or something is an Elvis impersonator. who is it? I'm the third
1: yeah you're, yeah you Anyone? you're the third i'm and i'm I'm in yeah. full I'm in a full uh it's not Elvis me I can't right handle now. Vegas
0: you're in full okay <laughs> I can't deal well, neither could he quite frankly yeah uh also playing for team UK from Nick Duty versus the debonair assassin and Radio Fours Bigipedia, Comedian Nick Duty, welcome back to you. Hello, thank you. How are you?
2: I'm okay too.
0: I, I was looking
2: through <laughs> notes to try and like get around everything that's happening this year, and I found something from about three or four years ago. Um, that st- it was a routine of mine that started with me saying how I'd never felt more hopeless about the state of the world, and I realized if I could return to that time, I would. I would do anything. <laughs> To go yes. back to that, I didn't oh know I was at the God. top of a slide of despair. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Hooray.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I have been listening to a lot of 90s uh, music because, you know, that was sort of my form. I was in my 20s in, like, you know, in the mid-90s right. in New York, very angsty, listening to a lot of indie rock. And I've been kind of in that moment lately, and it's like, that was, that was the brightest, sunniest <laughs> day <laughs> mm. of all time. That was like, that was, that was utopia compared to now. Welcome, everyone, to the seasonal affect disorder episode of <laughs> International Waters. Um, but you're with me, Nick Doody, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> We're all with you, Dave. Team UK, I need you to come up with a buzz in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this horrific moment in time. Oh, right now?
1: <laughs> maybe that's it. Uh,
0: right now.
2: Um, well, just, oh, oh, Brexit.
1: Brexit. Yeah, had, I bet you've had Brexit already this year, haven't you? That's a buzzing we word. We have, but you know what? Oh, I it's, have one. It's always welcome.
2: I have one. Um it's not yep. an English... it's advocaat. Advocat? It's it's basically what we it's the Dutch word for lawyer, but it's what it's also it's what we drink instead of eggnog. We don't really have eggnog, we have a really? weird Dutch
0: egg brandy drink.
1: Mm,
2: it's not
0: as catchy as eggnog. Tell me everything there is to know about advocat.
2: Well, I was looking it up earlier and um it's named advocat uh, because it's um it's a good the uh, smear silf for the, the kale. As they say, it's lubricant for the throat and lawyers were advised to drink it in the 19th century. Wow! Because <laughs> they had to talk a lot.
0: I, so, thought it would, I thought it would make you do things that would require you to retain a lawyer.
1: Yeah, and that's also a good reason. That's probably, that's probably true as well. They probably found that out later. But I now realise
2: from Carrie's face that there's a risk this is just a tradition in my family. I think it might be. Ah, shit.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had any Advocat, but um, I like it. Mm. Shall we do it?
2: It's what I imagine eggnog is.
1: Why do we do eggnog? Why do we flip things round and eggnog? Because I don't know what that is, but let's let's embrace it.
2: Yeah, have you not had eggnog?
1: Never had eggnog.
2: But is, is is egg the only kind of nog you can have, or do the other breakfast foods get a nog? Can they like sausage nog, bacon nog, muesli nog? Oh man, mm.
0: someday, someday. But uh, eggnog is like um, it's like milk and latex house paint <laughs> and nutmeg <laughs> and uh, mm. egg yolks, and it's and it's fucking delicious. It's absolutely delicious. I have like three sips of it a year. It sounds great. I can't have any more than that. But it it is a great taste of the season. (laughs) I'm being met with stony faces from Team U.S.
3: (laughs) <laughs> you like okay, so Team UK,
0: your advocate, and we're moving on to Team US.
3: It's just like jizz with nutmeg. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, you,
4: you had me on latex paint, and then you lost me on delicious. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Really? Yeah, I can't do it. Interesting. Now, playing for the nation that is preparing to make practical use out of a generation of dystopian YA fiction, she is stand-up Lauren Ashley Bishop. Hello, Lauren Ashley Bishop.
3: Hello, friend.
0: Now, I should say that the uh, the, the jingling that we, uh, that we are hearing uh, periodically throughout the show is not Santa Claus. No. It is none of his reindeer. No. It is no your one dog. Help us. It is your dog who's hanging out with us here in the studio, who will occasionally shake or move about and I've, jingle his uh, his tags. I
3: have I have removed all jingling uh, items from okay. him. Okay. Uh, so hopefully his tie will not make any noise.
0: Mm-hmm. He counts as a service dog.
3: Yes, he is a service dog. Uh,
0: tell us all about your dog, Harry.
3: Uh, yeah, his name was Harry uh, because uh, he's part Mexican, hairless. And when the ladies uh, at the rescue found him, or it was they were brought to him, uh, he was a hot mess. And so they were like, "We'll name him Harry." And then they. They told me his backstory was that he was from Mexico, which I didn't realize until many months later meant that they thought because he was part Mexican hairless yeah. that he came from Mexico. And I was like, oh, bless your heart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh That's just oh empty nesters. You know, yeah. you're doing a good thing. But yeah. what are you doing?
0: Well, he's a sweet dog. <laughs> also playing for Team U.S. from more shows than we can even count on Screen Junkies, it's Joe Starr. Thank you for having me. Thank you I'm, for being here. I'm so excited. This With, is your, my... little, with your little hoodie. Right. In your little Care Bear shirt. And it's kind of chilly out, so I actually need the hoodie. It's That's not exactly just right. fashion.
3: It's so though. nice yeah. to be hoodie weather. It's right? so nice. Oh, my God. Oh. I
0: love it so much for the, for those who aren't uh, in Los Angeles right now it's like maybe 58 this is apocalyptic <sighs> yeah this is this is as as like as gloomy as New England as it gets and it's, i can't get enough it's
3: so delicious it it's so funny. delicious fantastic <laughs> it's a little bit hazy it's just it matches it's just like LA finally matches my insides
0: exactly right <laughs> you put on some buffalo tom some lemon heads you're good to go oh,
3: done what's 58 in english
0: oh um it would probably be like 12 july Oh. Yeah, like 12. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's July. And yeah, then. it'd be like 12 degrees. Oh, wow. Not
1: smart that enough is... to answer that question. I can't imagine LA at 12. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no wonder really you got really your dog with it, you if it, it's going it... to rain and stuff. you terrified. Oh, be terrified. So and then, oh, and then the air is clear after the rain. Oh, my God. you go can got to run canyon you can see <laughs> all the way
0: to the ocean. This is adorable. <laughs> oh, I'm starting to be happy again.
3: This is amazing. Uh, Do you like <laughs> run through
0: the park watching
2: mothers explain what a scarf is to their babies?
3: Yes. It's a whole new world for children here.
2: Team US, what's your buzzing word?
3: Go ahead. I would say shit, but do you have a you know, new one? I want to I go positive.
4: Oh, uh, uh, your, your dog has a tie, and he's great, and I, I, I say we go Harry. Like, let's just- Let's big him up. Let's go Let's go positive.
3: Mm-hmm. He does brighten people's moods, which yeah, is very good. rare right now in America. Mm-hmm. People do cling to- I, I was at a restaurant with him last night, and I almost saw tears on somebody's <laughs> eyes. Yeah. They're like, thank you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But you, you have it's a good. palace called yeah. Harry.
3: Yeah, I know. It's a thing. It's a it's a it's a silly thing. Mm-hmm. He's only part hairless, She's a so comedian, he's like he's so, like yeah. dog on top and baby on bottom. We're
0: killing our dog puns over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I, I patted him on the head and then I scratched it under the under the chin and I was very surprised by what I found there. It's it's, it's it was skin.
3: It was really awkward at first. I was like, I don't I don't know if I approve of you. And he was like, tough shit. You yeah. adopted me. This yeah. is this is your life this is now. What you got?
0: This is what you got. I'm a newborn. Uh, okay, so it's uh, Harry versus Advocate.
3: Alright. Sounds yeah, good cool. to me. Right. I like it.
0: Let's get into it. Let's play international waters. Oh we might say eggnog instead, just to, you know, reach hands across the ocean. Just to switch it up. Okay. Some sort of thick A holiday beverage that starts with a vowel. Got it. I'll know when I hear it. Uh, We're going to start with a little pop culture warm-up we like to call What's the Story? You'll be awarded two points for correct answers. One point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, think of the British accents from the Spice Girls parody in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Love it. Wrong but funny. Uh, Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, ironic British workhouse news. Uh, Workers having their rights crushed at Christmas. Always hilarious. It's a holiday tradition. But at the Tangerine Factory in York, 24-hour strikes over poor pay and working conditions is especially ironic at this time of year because they make what? And I'll give you a hint, and I was surprised by this. They do not actually manufacture tangerines.
3: Oh, they what do the they tambourines. Make?
0: Tand- <laughs> wow, a tambourine factory. <laughs> was imagining a really tangerine factory. Uh, no, it's the Tangerine Factory, and they're striking, and they manufacture what? It's ironic at this
1: time of year. Team UK but Tangerines would be ironic at this time of year because you have to have one and in, in, Santa has yeah. to give you a, a tangerine. Yeah, but That's one of those basic things. Oh, sorry, hairy. But they're not like, ma-
3: oh, oh,
0: they they making uh, a factory. No, they, they don't, also don't make coal. Damn it. No. Uh, Team I've been UK? lied
1: to. Um, uh, eggnog. <laughs> yes. Do they make Christmas?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is the factory where Christmas is manufactured. No, that is incorrect, but you're awfully close. The answer is humbugs. Uh. Uh. They make humbugs.
3: What is a humbug? Um, here's
0: another little bit of trivia. I don't know what the fuck a humbug is. So it's a Team mint. UK. what It
1: is? It's a mint, it? basically. It's a stripy mint. Yeah. It, it looks magical called, and
0: Victorian.
4: Mm. And their factory is called the Tangerine Company. I have yes. a lot of questions. It's like a lot of steps.
1: Yeah. yeah. It is a lot of steps it's a to lot get to, to a one humbug, pack. It's a lot I can, to unpack. I feel, I feel yeah. we need to go there. We need like an international water school trip.
0: I've been trying to get this thing international for a long, long time. Uh, I would love that. Uh, first stop. Uh, the cobbles on Coronation Street, second stop, <laughs> tangerine factory. Yeah. Uh, let me just give you some quick uh, background on the story. The sweet making tangerine workers have downed tools and called a series of strikes on their quote, Scrooge like bosses over a 1.25% pay rise, uh, which could lead to a shortage of the striped seasonal staple in British homes this Christmas. Humbug. Indeed. Bah
3: humbug. Bah
0: humbug. The boss. Uh the Tangerine Factory also makes Barrett Sherbet Fountain and Dip Dabs, uh, Henry Goods soft eating licorice, Butterkiss <laughs> popcorn, what? Princess marshmallows. This um, sounds
3: like what's on sale at the Harry Potter yes, store. Yeah. That's exactly
0: this
4: sounds like these are all really weird improv team offers. <laughs>
3: yes. Very so what, terrible
1: bands.
0: Team UK, what are any of those things?
1: Well, I has Dickens written this <laughs> factory. <laughs> 'Cause half of those I have never heard of. They might have manufactured really? Captain Ars Mangle's favourite Bonhomie sweets <laughs> um in that. the nineteenth century, but not anymore. The sher- the Sherbet, um I've heard of Yeah,
2: Sherbet dipped dubs okay. are um they're things that you do. you have a little tube of sherbet and you dip something into it.
1: Yeah, you've got a licorice that you yeah. dip into. But
0: it. Sherbet's not ice cream, is it? It's like a it's like a flavoured sugar.
1: What? It's powder. It's a yeah, so it's like fun powder. dip. Like
0: yeah. we used to have fun dip. Yes. Oh they hell yeah, sherbet dip. Which oh. now I understand what the EMF Albert uh, album Schubert Dip" was a play on words. Ah. Yeah. I never understood what that was.
1: I what's, get it now. What's the movie where someone where there's an American trying to do a British accent and 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 they say sherbert? Uh-huh. <laughs> what is that? Austin <laughs> Powers. It's Jones Austin Powers. Say? Thank you.
2: Showboat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
0: right, for a bonus point, mm-hmm. it's the war on Christmas. It's war on Christmas season yet again. Uh, the Heritage Foundation just put out a uh, a tweet saying it's safe to say Merry Christmas again because Donald Trump is about to be president. By the way, it's always been safe to say Merry Christmas. Literally nobody has ever safe... wanted to say Merry Christmas and not been able to. I've never felt uncomfortable saying it. You've no. never felt uncomfortable, and not a single person ever has, and you all know it, so shut up.
3: It's a shut giant. Up. It's but, a giant think... <laughs> safe space here.
2: I think it's important
0: God. to nail down what Donald
2: Trump thinks it's okay to say.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: He does not really have a whole lot of rules It's on a black list of
3: words we can't it's use a, anymore A
2: bigly Christmas He has uh. no boundaries <laughs> and wants to make one big one
0: <laughs> uh, The war on Christmas is a very popular thing at this time of year In uh, the United States Whether people are complaining about updated school nativity plays Or Starbucks changing the color of their seasonal cups oh. Or elf not being shown on TV this what? year apparently in the what? UK I, I guess that's more of a UK problem <laughs> Uh it, is, uh it is a big, big deal at the end of the year to complain that you can't uh, say or do Christmas things. So if it's war, then let's give them war. Let's give them hell. Uh, for a bonus point, be a general and give us your best battle cries for soldiers on the front line of the war on Christmas. I'm talking about things like, if George Michael gives you his heart, you give it away the very next day. Or I'm being very loud. Or uh, initiate a ban on any and all dentistry on the two front teeth. That's a tough one. You have to go a lot of levels that way. Uh anyway. Harry. Yes.
3: uh, Kidnap Mariah Carey.
0: Oh, well, that's just good advice. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Ironically, though, she is kind of a war on Christmas uh, in of of herself because the whole song is she doesn't give a shit about Christmas. She just wants to bone this one dude. That's true. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And then that's... (laughs) That's piped through every radio station starting yeah. the day after thanksgiving. I think it is uh uh I actually think it is a silent war on a very non silent war on Christmas mm-hmm. that's a sleeper
0: would you call it a hate
3: crime i would I would call anything <laughs> mariah Carey does yeah. with the exception of like one album that I really liked in the nineties maybe sure. it's just because it was in the nineties um in a in a in a nice time for America that sure. I like it, but sure. most of Mariah Carey is a hate crime
0: yeah yeah. I'm, yeah, and you know what, Mariah? I'm tired of that one side of your face. Let's, let's see the other. I'm tired once. of that been, note one or something years. Be brave.
3: Be brave. Yeah. I'm tired of her note. You know the one. You know the one she sings. <laughs> the one You know the one. She holds one. and
0: holds. Uh, she, is, she is responsible for everything that I hate about uh, singers now. Like now when you watch a singing competition, it's like, oh no, more singing she is Mariah-ed. better singing because of Mariah <laughs> yeah. Carey and Boys to Men. Gotta do every note.
3: It just it's just you know, for those of us Altos, it's just real rude. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Not cool. What you got, Team UK? Santa
2: baby. Hurry down the chimneys of our enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I don't know what a Santa like baby that.
0: is, but it sounds so creepy. It really does. And I and i c I'm imagining General Eartha Kitt yelling at it out. Oh, yeah. It makes me very happy. Anyone else?
1: Um uh, Eggnog. Yes. Uh on my mark. Unleash! Bells. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get a point just for your, your hesitation. Uh, moving on. Question number two, special relationship news. Now, Donald Trump might have snubbed Theresa May, but there is one special relationship that our cultures will always share, and that is binge-watching 90s nostalgic U.S. sitcoms. Uh, Netflix UK just announced that they will be streaming a certain U.S. TV show uh, from the end of this month. Just in time to ring in 2017 from whatever bunker you are hiding in. Here's a little clip. Now, now I should tell you, like the question is not what show is this.
4: Hold town on. Called
0: okay. So buzz in if you think you know the second verse to this TV theme song. Or if you just feel like making one up.
3: Oh, man. Eggnog. Yes, like
0: Team UK.
1: Is it the, um, uh, it was Philadelphia, born and raised, on the playground is where I spent most of my days, this chilling affair, out first and the, we relaxing. All know all. That, Carrie, that, you're yeah. telling us things we already know.
0: Is that the first Carrie, verse? I need the second verse.
1: Second verse, second verse, second verse, second verse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got to go through the first verse now. Harry, uh, uh,
3: this is the first story of white people uh, adopting a black person and not bragging about it to their friends. What? That's it. Okay. That's all I got. Okay.
0: That's interesting. <laughs> Although the family was black, so... Oh, have you shit. not ever seen the?
3: First I Friends forgot. Of Bel-Air? <laughs> I, what am I thinking of? Eighties. I went back to the eighties. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're thinking Webster. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Webster. Yeah. Webster. Sorry, I went real old school. <laughs> Who did not wrap his way. No. Into Bel Air.
3: Well,
1: I wish he would have.
0: Well, I think we all do.
1: Is it? Is it pulling up to the house? That bit?
0: Uh, no. This is this is a second verse that is that is rarely seen on television.
1: Oh, okay. Then no idea. So just make it up. Duh, I I really want to be in films, not this shit. <laughs>
0: I like <laughs> yours better You get the point Let's listen to the real thing an
1: Uncle and
4: I begged and pleaded with her Day after day But she packed my suitcase And sent me on my way She gave me a kiss And then she gave me my ticket I put my Walkman on And said I might as well kick it First class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. I whistled
3: for a cabin when it came
0: near, Okay, so yeah, it's that, light that light bit, in bit, it bit in the middle there middle where he's in first class and he has a little uh, he has a mimosa, he's a virgin mimosa. Well, wait, he there.
3: said orange juice in a champagne glass. Why is he not getting the champagne?
0: Because he's a child.
3: That's a, but that's you're in first class. That's just that's terrible use yeah. of first class. That
0: is rough. I, I when I see children in first class, I see red. Oh, I can't, it, I can't it makes me that. angry. It makes me furious. Also,
3: why is she packing the suitcase for him? He's not that young.
0: Again, he's a child. He is. A child. I, he I've, I've got to
3: say, um, John in the booth
1: here in in good old fashioned blighty just did the whole thing.
0: Did he really? He Ooh. just
1: sang along with it. It was, a, I mean, through, through soundproof glass, so it might have sounded dreadful. But he certainly got all the words. Yeah, and the weirdest thing was he wasn't listening. It was just a coincidence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was saying his own life story. <laughs> Honestly, if there is, like, if I could imagine one person to, to have memorized the second verse from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it is a British person named John Purcell Shackleton. Like, that just seems <laughs> right to me. Sometimes. It feels right to me. Bel-Air oh, yeah.
3: speaks to him.
0: Yeah. Uh, So the rest of us really never heard that part, and we just assumed that the cab went from Philadelphia all the way to Bel-Air, which I thought was like a whimsical little move, but no. No, he was on a flight for some of it. So there you go. Your minds have been blown, folks. Oh, that's... Yeah, there was another leg to that trip. Apparently there was another leg to that trip. Let's move on to question number three. In light and nutty news, a woman in Seattle set up a video camera to catch a thief who had stolen 150 colorful Christmas light bulbs within a 24-hour period, who turned out to be the unexpected and successful thief. Oh, eggnog. Because so the thief came back, yeah.
1: Was it Jesus?
0: It was Jesus Christ, Hey! <laughs> uh No, that is incorrect.
3: Was it uh, Harry? Yeah. Was it Sarah Palin?
0: No, it was not. She needs to not. see Russia. Yeah. It's,
3: it's a good time for her to see Russia. She needs more lights. <laughs>
0: yeah. It was a Egg- squirrel. Oh. It was a squirrel. Oh. Uh, according to Margaret Reken, who uh, captured the thefts on film, the bright-eyed and bushy-tailed bandit would chew through the cords in order to get them free, and then bury them around the back around the neighborhood. Uh, according to experts, this is actually a thing that happens a lot. Squirrels will do this because they think that they're acorns or, or other kinds of nuts, and they want to store them away for the winter.
3: Squirrels are dicks. <laughs> squirrels are dicks, did and you, they're going to eat
0: glass in the spring. Did so. you know, Did
3: you hear that story about from? Uh, it was in Chicago. There was like an alderman who was like, "We need to address this. There are squirrels that are eating trash cans," and everybody was like, "Okay, alderman, were you scared of squirrels?" <laughs> yeah. And then a squirrel attacked him uh, while he was on his bike, and he has to have multiple surgeries. From this is a totally true story. Really? Yeah, Yeah, a squirrel attacked him on his bike and he flew over and he has to have like multiple surgeries to fix his face. They tried to warn us. Yeah. yeah. He tried to warn us all. <laughs> He did.
0: The squirrels will rise. This is how terrible squirrels are
2: recognizing what is food. Yeah. Any, it doesn't even have to be the same size. It can be just a, a human being on a bicycle. so that's, that's probably a nut.
3: How <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. will <laughs> grow something? They're not just dicks. They're dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can drag yeah.
0: this to a tree. Big stupid dicks. So there it is. There's a squirrel. There's a squirrel who is going to have a terrible snack. Ah humbug, the squirrel. Right.
3: Ah humbug. Throw your
0: wire and bits of glass. Uh, all right. For a bonus <laughs> point, it's holiday season. Nobody gets through it without one ridiculous holiday-based shenanigan. Right. It's that time of year. Tell us a quick story about a holiday celebration that went awry. Uh, drunk relatives. Uh, a Christmas tree fire. Grandma run over by a reindeer. Uh, we want to know about it. Let us know.
2: Eggnog. Yes, Nick. I have one. It's, it's, it's kind of insane, but it really did happen. And I, I, yeah. I don't know if there's time for the whole thing. I'll do it as quickly as I can. Our next-door neighbour foiled a shoplifter at a local greengrocer's who said, any time, just come at the end of the day and you can have the bad stuff we haven't been able to sell. And he said this without understanding what kind of man our next-door neighbour was, who came every day with a shopping cart. He would just fill up with all the... Anyway, he couldn't eat all of this stuff. It was just him and his... Wife, so he used to leave it on our porch. You go, hey, here's a melon that's diseased.
0: <laughs> I I was away at university, <laughs> and I
2: came back for Christmas to find my mum and my aunt uh, preparing Brussels sprouts, and they had two, like like enough to fill a coffin twice, like so many <laughs> Brussels sprouts. And I was like, oh god, this is Mr. Gregson, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah, he's left us just an impossible number of Brussels sprouts. By the way, how do you like the the decorations? and she made me go back and see the advent wreath, and it had Brussels sprouts in it. <laughs> and then I, had looked, I looked at thought she thread, threaded through the sort of hall and over the, all the doors and everything, and every third bauble was green. I hadn't realised, <laughs> oh it, it's God. a Brussels sprout. And I went, I can't oh. believe you did this. And she went, no, no, look again. And they were all Brussels sprouts, it's just that she... Painted one in three of them gold and another in three gold. The woman was absolutely insane. She spray painted Brussels sprouts silver and gold and then left one au naturel, you know, for Christmas.
3: Oh. That is
0: beautiful.
3: I can't wait to be that old and get that crazy. I love that.
0: I want to experience a duty Christmas. A Very duty Christmas.
3: I'm doing it. It's oh, here.
1: god, that's beautiful.
3: It's I wish amazing. The
0: had found that house. Nice. <laughs> that's the one you want to go to. I wish I had found that house. I love a Brussels sprout. Anyone
3: else? Uh, Harry, uh, there was uh, several years ago uh, on Christmas morning, uh, my mom had a, a package from a, a gift for me, and it was it was addressed to me from her and my father who and they've been divorced for, thank god, 25 years. So and yeah. she was like, okay, I know that that's a little bit different, so I need to explain uh, this this gift. And uh, she said, you know, 30 years ago, or, you know, your father and I, the price of silver was going up. And she said, you know, and we wanted to get you um, for your wedding, we wanted to get you a full set of silver, which is uh, a very common thing in the, in the South and, um, to be proper. And she said, you know, and so she said, we put it in a lockbox 30 years ago, um, because we thought it would be, you know, a wonderful wedding present for you. And, um, and this year, uh, we gave up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I was like, so so you've waited 30 years and you picked Christmas. You yeah. picked Christmas Day uh to give this to you. And uh and that was when I knew that my mother uh that was when I uh, I shortly after there uh found out my mother had started drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, thanks. Okay, yeah. So this came <laughs> from
0: a morose moment. Exactly. Merry
3: yeah. Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. Oh, wow. Boy. It was a beautiful morning. Save uh, some money though, it? I guess. Sure. Sure, because I use silver all the time. Oh yeah. Wow. Anyone
4: else? Uh Harry. Yeah. we Went to, we had been told, and while well, we lived in San Francisco, that there was an amazing Dickensian festival, yeah, at, at the Cow Palace in San Francisco every year. You have to go, it's beautiful, it's amazing. If you love Christmas, you should go. And the year we went, it had been completely taken over by steampunk cosplayers uh-huh. because wow. it was Charles Dickens, <laughs> and that's kind of the era. So, just everything everyone had goggles on their hats, and there were gears everywhere, and everything had been taken over by these steampunk kids <laughs> who were doing steampunk carols and like. Ugh. Ugh. it was it was not it, it was not what christmas is supposed to look like. No, not at <laughs> all. Yeah. Not yeah, at all. it was rough.
0: Although was all weird. of that shit like li- uh, with the apocalypse looming, we might need that stuff. We no, might that, need the heavy goggles. We might need God, you're you know? right. I've yeah. never
3: understood the steampunk movement. Never, and now it makes sense. Total yeah. Sense. It's
0: tied in with survivalism and we're going to need it. Carrie, <laughs> you started to say something?
3: <laughs> no, I was just um enjoying the steampunk. Um but sure. <laughs> uh
1: most most of my um I don't have any major Christmassy stories of hellishness, except for the fact that I was brought up Catholic, um, and uh, and so we always had to go to mass on Christmas Day. Often we go to midnight mass. Often um, my dad was very keen on getting seats at midnight mass, so we'd arrive there at ten um, oh, and sit in a cold church for two hours until anyone else boy. turned up. Um, but the one that really sticks with me is one Christmas morning when we went to mass and. Um, they did a nice thing in the middle with uh, in the middle of the service, where the priest got all the kids together and was asking us what we got for Christmas in our stockings and stuff. And I had got, and it was a, it's, it's probably the greatest present I've ever been given. I was given a yellow um, space hopper with the Incredible Hulk on it, and I loved this thing, and I was so pleased. And I told and I told them that, and an, and an entire large church of people laughed at me, and. Yeah. That was no. 37 years ago, and it still hurts. Oh, oh God! Oh, yeah. yeah, that'll leave a mark. What yeah. is a
3: space hopper? Um, it's that.
1: It's those. That. Uh, it's that. It's inflatable. That big inflatable ball thing with sort of two horns handle things that you sit on and jump around on. We what? Call that those space are dope. Yeah. I those had one so of those. Great. Yeah, they were amazing. Church, and it had the Incredible Hulk on it. <laughs>
3: bastards that's awesome
1: yeah you
4: bounce that up to communion you'd be proud of that thing yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah you should write on. that should have done every day from now on <sighs> still still yeah reclaim your youth yeah <laughs> reclaim i'm gonna your I'm space find one and on. i'm gonna go to church on it damn you it wouldn't
0: like me when i'm catholic <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is actually true i i was i was
2: raised catholic because i was raised catholic as well but the worst present i ever got was from a baptist minister in the states and his wife because I was engaged to an American girl for a while but it, a while ago it didn't work out because we got married mm. and um, yeah. <laughs> they they didn't know me at all so they gave me as a present uh, a diary that was clearly a free diary you get given at an old oh people's God. home yeah. <laughs> but but it was from that year so there were there was six days left in it. <laughs> I, th- I thought this was That's the a- worst present imaginable until I saw <laughs> what they were going to give to my brother-in-law-to-be, who was, he was really into electronics and computers. So they said, "Ah, oh, y'all like this stuff and gave him a box full of broken light bulbs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> who are these give people? Something to do? How do I get in contact with them? <laughs> amazing.
0: I like their style. Points all around. You know what? It's Christmas time. Everybody gets points. Feeling good about all this holidays. Uh, You know, I was, and here's here's my here's how Catholicism manifested itself in my family. Growing up, I was forbidden to ask any of my friends what they got for Christmas, um, because my mother was like, "What if they're poor and they didn't get anything? (laughs) They'll be so filled with shame and anger." And so, like, the idea of just talking to people about what they got. Which, by the way, nobody was poor. Like, we, I mean, nobody was rich, but nobody was poor. Everybody got something. But like, the idea of asking somebody what they got was seen as like an act of aggression that oh my might God. Like turn is, somebody evil is
3: that triggering for you to it talk about Christmas is. presents
0: it kind of is yeah Dave what'd you get I don't want to talk about it can't. I can't I don't want to talk about it alright let's recap our scores the UK's got 6 the US has 4 step it up guys Ooh. we'll be right back after this short break
4: comedy friendship and creativity all of this and more wait for you at Max FunCon. Join us for Max FunCon in Lake Arrowhead next June or Max FunCon East in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both events are on sale now, but they're going fast. Visit MaxFunCon.com to buy your tickets right now.
0: Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With me in the LA studio, playing for the USA are Lauren Ashley Bishop and Joe Starr, playing for the UK, Carrie Quinlan, and Nick Duty. Uh, Carrie has just been handed a a definition
1: yeah i've got the translation uh, of space okay. hopper for okay. uh the american audience um in sure. in the us it's apparently called a sit and bounce god it's <laughs> space so Hopper's unimaginative it really is <laughs> it's lame um or 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 a hippity hop which is what i tend to call uh, rap music hippity hop <laughs> <laughs> hippity if hop rings
0: hop. a bell uh, sit and bounce really does not
1: sit and bounce that could sit- be i mean that could be anything that could be filthy
0: it could be filthy yeah in my head right now, it is
1: filthy.
0: Mm. Uh, all right, now it's time to move on to round two. It is a round we are calling It's Beginning to Sound a Lot Like Earworms. Uh, we are still in the swing of the holiday season. We cannot, uh, we cannot. I, I finally heard my uh, first giddy up jingle horse, which always uh. turns my blood cold. Um, the um, oh, Also, there's the one where uh, Dean Martin. Um, like sounds real drunk and calls him Rudy the red-beaked reindeer and then that's <laughs> alright that's it that's it for me I'm, I'm off the holiday season uh, okay so we're still in the swing of it we are focusing on, in this round on the carols and tunes that you are likely hearing in every department store that you walk into or every Uber or every Lyft uh, okay question number one is for Team UK so Team US you can sit this one out relax Okay. chill out pet your dog uh, Jim Henson's Muppets have a long history of celebrating Christmas from specials like The Muppet Family Christmas, Emma daughter's Jug Band Christmas, uh, that thing with Lady Gaga a couple years ago that we do not discuss. Uh, but perhaps the most famous was A Muppet Christmas Carol, the first Muppet movie made in a post-Jim Henson world. Uh, it starred Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge. Uh, it starred a very strange-sounding Kermit as uh, Bob Cratchit. For your question today, Team UK, here is a song from that movie with a single word bleeped out. Listen closely.
2: Yes, faith is in our hearts today, we're shining like the sun, and everyone can feel it, the feeling's running deep, after all, there's only one more till Christmas, (laughs) after all, there's only one more
0: till Christmas Day. For a while there, Kermit really sounded like somebody doing a terrible Kermit impression, didn't it? Yeah. Like somebody, kinda, he's settled in. He's settled into the role, whoever it is now.
3: Phoning it in. Yeah. For a while there. it
0: sounded like somebody found out you like Muppets and wanted to make fun of you for it. Like, yes. Oh, you like that guy? Yeah. <laughs>
4: That's exactly what
0: it sounds like. So Team UK, uh, what was bleeped in there? What was Kermit singing about? Of my
2: psychotic episodes? <laughs>
0: yes. I said it very quickly because he's in the throes
1: of one. Carrie, got a guess? Um... I, I, it's too obvious, but it's it's fuck, isn't it? I remember. I've seen that movie. <laughs> yep. Just one more fuck till Christmas. One more fuck till Christmas. Which is sad because actually it was, it, it was six weeks before Christmas when he sang it.
0: <laughs> yeah. They were on a tight schedule. It was sleep. One more sleep till Christmas. Uh, a poetic... But a little awkward way to say that it's yeah, Christmas thing. Eve.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten what sleep is like. Our anxiety is so high oh right God. now.
0: Oh my God. I'm up three, four times a
1: night. That's what Kami calls like... his psychotic episodes though. One yeah. <laughs> <Well>, more
0: sleep. <laughs> yeah, he fades out and his other personality, the hooded personality. <laughs> yeah, I was
3: just thinking of that. <laughs> takes over. That, that meme. What I is that know. from? And
4: then he sips a tea the next day. I right.
2: guess, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it gets shifted experiment. from the right hand to the left hand and does evil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Team U.S., the next one's for you. Uh, I'm going to play you a song from 1987's The Snowman. It's a, uh, a staple of British Christmases. The Snowman is a dialogue-free animation in which a little boy in pajamas has a night of adventures with his flying snowman friend. Sure. Uh, this is the <laughs> film's iconic That's theme That's Catholicism tune. right there. Yeah. There <laughs> are words uh, in the theme song, but we've bleeped one of them out, so let's hear it.
1: In the air, we're floating in the
0: moonlit sky. The people far below are sleeping as we fly. Okay, so they're doing something in the air in that dirge of a theme song. <laughs> was
3: oh my god. Okay. Initially, I was just gonna say, help. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was, I didn't like that one bit.
3: No, it, I mean it really did sound like a, an, an altar boy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can't get it out of my head. A Strato a,
0: altar boy. Yeah,
4: that one. That one kind of shakes you up a little. It bit. It really does. It's a very um,
3: terrifying Christmas for this boy. So uh, what were
4: they doing? They were something in the air. They were ma- making America great again in in the <laughs> air. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs>
3: Uh yeah it uh, can't be it can't be shagging. Um shaming? Sh- I was going to say well oh, shame. Yeah, there we go. They're in the air? Um the tiny humping uh uh what are they doing in the air? Farting?
0: No. Oh, they're fl- they're soaring. Well, the answer is walking. Uh an equally poetic way. You can't
3: do that. To say no. flying
0: <laughs> walking in the air. Yeah. You That's also can't just fly, what
3: Jesus so. does. Only Jesus and Kanye. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah! By the way, we're filming this on the day where Kanye West went to Trump Tower for a meeting. Oh, I heard the, that. What? Oh, the, what? He the di- fuck I love that, that he dyed on. his
3: hair blonde.
0: Dyed his hair blonde
3: to fit in with Ivanka and Tiffany. Oh,
0: went to went to <laughs> Trump Tower. It, I mean, this this gets exponentially more bizarre and bewildering with each passing oh. day. And it's like all I want to do, all I want to do in this world, is just push through and get to the holidays, so I can just go home, see my family for a few days, disappear for New get Year's in Eve. A bunker. Yeah. But guess what? Then we come back for 2017, where it all actually starts. I'm not ready. No. Nope. I can't. I uh, have a friend
4: who's the biggest Kanye apologist and just defends him, defends him, defends him. Today, yep. he just posted on Facebook,
0: waiting to hear all the facts. And that's what I was it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, boys. Let me tell you about the snowman. The snowman is about a snowman who uh, magically comes to life for one night of magical flying and walking in the air adventures. And then, okay, I'm going to tell you the end. Uh, he melts into a puddle and he dies. Because British culture this is, is very
2: British. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just to yeah. add so. to that, um, if you're not aware, uh, the boy in the snowman is blind and only has the word of the snowman <laughs> oh, that he is a snowman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, st- he still leaves some wetness behind. Are you serious? Because I believe you.
1: Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, let's say, in yeah. The
0: air, that's, that's like calling it
4: ocean ambling.
0: It's swimming. <gasps> like know, you're flying. I know. They're trying to be poetic. Ugh. It doesn't quite work. Uh, For a bonus point, in 1987, UK's Channel 4 first ran the cartoon with a live-action introduction from the adult little boy. Uh, For some reason, the live-action intro is no longer included in Modern Repeats, but we have a clip.
4: We spent all our summers by the seaside, and in winter, at home, by the fire. Frost on the window, and snow. Snowballs and making snowmen. One winter, I met a really big snowman. He got this scarf for me.
0: You see?
1: Oh, my a God. Snowman. All
0: right, who played the Oh, my God, boy? Eggnog! Is that
1: who it sounds, it sounds
0: like? like? a Well, Eggnog. You know, Team, U- Team UK got in there.
1: It's Bowie, isn't like it? Like a... It, it is sounds David Bowie.
4: Like Bowie. Wow. That's Excellent. David Bowie. Yeah. That's insane.
3: David Bowie.
4: So it was a true story then. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: Sounds like a clip from misery. <laughs>
4: yeah. It sounds like a Bond villain explaining why they did what they did.
2: <laughs> you want to leave on a high and you just explain that the kid from the snowman died this year? Yes, that is correct. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh,
0: what did I do?
1: 2016 eat oh. a Dick. I mean that oh. that walking in the air oh. is definitely his worst song. <laughs> mm.
3: Bowie melted. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow. No, no, no. This just means that if you find the right magic hat and put it back on, it, he comes to life again. Maybe. Right? Oh, yeah. Maybe. And yells happy birthday. I'm mixing my snowmen.
0: Yeah. David Bowie spent a lot of the 80s doing weird uh, children's movies like uh, Labyrinth and The Snowman uh, to impress his son, who repaid the favor uh, by uh, changing his name from the original, which was, and I, and I think this is how you would pronounce it in the UK. Was his original name Zowie Bowie?
1: Uh, well, it must be Zoe yeah. Bowie because it's Bowie. It must be Zoe Bowie. Not Bowie. Right? Yeah. But yeah, but that sounds cute. Uh, stu- Zowie Bowie, let's go, Zowie it, Bowie. Zowie Bowie. Yeah. Zowie
0: Bowie. Yeah. Anyway, changed his name to Duncan Jones, which is a real
1: improvement. and fair enough. Yeah. Given that you know he's in his mid forties now, and we're still discussing how to pronounce his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd go Duncan, Duncan as Jones. well. Duncan Jones, quick and easy. Uh, Team UK, question number three is for you. Christmas is all well and good, but let's take a moment
1: and say shalom
0: to our Jewish listeners and friends who will be celebrating Hanukkah starting December twenty fourth. This is one of those years where Hanukkah and Christmas uh, kind of overlap with each other. There are uh, a few traditional Hanukkah songs, uh, only a few. If you asked me uh, to name one, I would not be able to. Uh, But there's this.
4: Uh,
0: The Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler first debuted on SNL in 1994 with the intent... Of giving Jewish Jewish Jewish, Jewish 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 children oh they're Jewish him a uh, a list of famous people who are also Jewish and celebrate Hanukkah so that they might not feel as alienated uh, Sandler has updated the song three times since then adding different Jewish celebrities like Daniel Radcliffe Renona mm-hmm. Ryder Jesus uh, but Team UK can you name any of the Jewish celebrities that were mentioned in the original 1994 version uh, you might never have heard of this song uh, Team UK but just try to think of some American Jewish people. Uh, from the mid-1990s. I so <laughs> um, might have a you, good shot.
1: Well, you, you've, you've uh, fucked with the right Marine, because I might be the only British person who actually knows this song. Oh, um, really? I've got three of the versions, though, so I need to work oh, out wow. who's in... Winona Ryder's not in the first one, right? She, no, she's Winona not. Winona Ryder's the first celebrity in one of them. So... Okay. Um, Leonard Nimoy?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cool.
1: OK. Um, I'm going to forget them all now. Bruce Springsteen men- is mentioned, but he's not Jewish. Marlon Brando is mentioned in one, but he's not Jewish. Um, okay. Uh, there's something like Lenny and Squiggy from, some, from something that we no. don't have over here. I've never heard of them. They're this in song, one of them. Huh? Um, no. Oh, you're so close, though. There's.
0: God,
3: oh, so uh, Sean Penn is in one. No. Um, no, there's not in this one. God damn it! Be- uh, uh, God damn it. <laughs> Wasn't Madonna Jewish for a while?
0: She was, but she's not in it. Damn.
3: Lenny Kravitz is mentioned in one.
0: Song. Uh, well, not this one.
1: Oh, come on. I know Go loads back. of
0: them. Um, by the way, can I interrupt by
2: oh, saying... Oh, yeah, ...on the advent of Trump becoming president, and it's pretty, mm-hmm. pretty poor taste to publish
0: a list of Jews. Yeah, we need to stop <laughs> updating the list of Jews. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe not a great idea. Oh, right.
1: the Fonz. Henry the Winkler. Fons.
0: Yep, you know what? You've, you've each named one. So I'm giving you the point. Uh, Also in there, um, half-Jews, Paul Newman and Goldie Hawn. uh, James Mm -hmm. Caan, Kirk Douglas, David Lee Roth, uh, Ann Landers, and Dear Abby.
4: Are all three Stooges in the first one?
0: All three Stooges. All three Stooges. That is correct. And many more that I'm not going to name because we just don't have the time.
3: And we don't want to implicate them for Donald Trump. No,
0: yeah. we don't. We don't. And yeah, it's, let's uh, keep the three be...
3: stooges safe.
0: Yes. <laughs> to, to name to continue to name Jews would be an act of aggression in the war on Christmas. So <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, Team US, question number four is for you. I'm going to play you a clip of a song by Barry Manilow that is definitely not a Christmas song. Listen hard. The question will come later. Smile Without You by Barry Manilow. Uh, it has more of a Christmas connection than you might think. Um, and I'll give you a little hint: there's a British connection. So uh, Barry Manilow sued somebody for their Christmas song sounding too much like "Can't Smile Without You." Who did they sue, or what was the song?
3: Mariah Carey.
0: Uh, no, incorrect. Damn it,
3: because
4: <laughs> she deserved it.
3: <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah, just think about it. Okay, I'll sing it for you. Can't smile without you. Oh, your dog's looking at me. I know. He Can't knows it. it. That's the, that's the problem. Without.
3: Harry's like, okay. Mother, you're an idiot.
4: It's not simply having a wonderful Christmas time. No. No.
0: But that also British, deserves to be said. It's soon. a Britishish Christmas song. I've referenced it earlier in the
3: show. Oh, no. It's not an Elton John song, right? Oh. It's not
0: say Elton John at this show I at know, all. I know, I know. I'm that's always why thinking said about him, but not,
3: I didn't say his name. It's not David Bowie. No. Oh, maybe.
0: All right, uh, that's it. Time's up. Team UK, oh. do you know it?
2: The only thing I know about Can't Smile Without You is it's the first song ever sung to the singer's own mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is why Nick Duty is a frequent guest on uh, <laughs> International Water. I thought place.
1: it was about ecstasy, <laughs> but <ever>. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael um, Landon was in the Hanukkah song.
0: <laughs> okay, All right. we're past that. Carrie, we're past that. Carrie, we're past that. And you got the point, so give it up. Um, okay, I'm just going to tell you the answer. Uh, Barry Manilow sued Wham! for oh, last George, Christmas.
3: George oh. Michael. Oh. Yeah.
0: Let's listen to that, and we can sing doo, Can't doo, Smile Without Too Over It. Yeah. Or not really, because they don't sound that similar. And you can't smile. Yeah, come
3: on, Barry. Oh. Get no, over Barry. it.
1: Yeah.
3: I didn't know Barry was so litigious.
2: It
0: yeah,
3: this is why George Michael was passing out in all this all car. Yeah.
0: I'm going distraught. I, I don't hear it. Nope. So nope. Un- did, he
3: lo- did he lose? I hope he lost. Well,
0: the case was settled out of court and the money went to Live Aid. Oh. So there you
3: go. Well, okay. I can't hate that.
0: Can't hate that. Can't hate that. Can smile with that. No, no, no. no I don't like that at all. Uh, at the end of that round, the scores are as follows: the UK has nine, the US has four. Guys,
2: oh. sorry,
3: man. Jeez. All right. Uh, after right Brexit, our, it, our final-
2: points are massively devalued. <laughs> That's true. That's, fair. That's true.
3: <laughs> our points won't matter at all in a matter of like thirty days.
0: Oh, thanks for oh, being here, everybody. Gosh. We'll be right back with our final round after this.
2: From the dawn of time, one podcast has unlocked the secrets of science and technology to enrich the lives of billions. And now, after a year where they've unlocked the golden age of knowledge, they're about to hit warp speed and go stratospheric.
3: Wait, hold up.
4: On Ono, Ross, and Carey, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them.
3: We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and we participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and then report our findings to you.
4: And yes, we've even investigated
3: Scientology. Shrash. Shrash. New episodes every month at MaximumFun.org.
2: Oh no, Ross and Carrie. They show up so you don't have to.
0: Hey, welcome back. To our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried crazy hard because that's the spirit of the season. For real. Just to end the year on a win. But I want you to know it's been as useless as trying to get Santa Baby out of your head because Nick Doody mentioned it earlier and it's just been playing on a loop, (laughs) especially the terrible Madonna version, uh, because the winner of the final round will receive one million points. Woo! You know what? It's Christmas. Two million points.
3: Two million points. Now we'll try. Now we'll try. I like that
0: you play this with golden snitch rules. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Uh, This round is called Cracker Please. Uh, This will be a (laughs) two-pronged round based on the British tradition of Christmas crackers. That is not a thing that we have here in the States. I've literally never held one. You are missing out. I don't know what I'm holding. Boy, get ready. Your life's about to change. It is a regular part of our annual Christmas episode. We love to make our British guests describe the tradition to our clueless yanks. And today we're gonna to have a great time because the the blank looks that I'm getting from both of them <laughs> would blow your mind. Like bit. Harry like, understands what's going on better than you guys do. Is there food inside? Um, we'll explain. Uh, Brits, you've got a set of crackers over there. We have hey. a, a box of them for our American <laughs> team. So talk us through it, Nick, Harry. What what's what is the deal?
2: Well, um, as as you can see, if you got them in the front of you, they're roughly the shape of a, a humbug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Or, you know, just candy sadness. or dulce as we call them. Um, and <laughs> Eat them on a moon hopper.
1: They're just small explosives for kids. Yeah. yeah. It's a cardboard tube with an explosive in it, and you mm-hmm. pull it with a friend, and mm-hmm. um, it explodes. And then a hat falls out.
0: Okay. Yes.
3: A ha- Did you say a hat?
1: A hat.
0: Yeah, paper hat. I don't
1: I don't understand why you guys don't have this. I mean, it's it's utterly pointless. You get some you get a a, a bad joke, a shit toy and a and a mm-hmm. paper hat that lasts about 5 minutes. It's got America written all over it.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> With all due respect, this isn't a bigger deal. It should be. Uh, you
1: absolutely should have crackers.
0: Okay, so here's the deal. This is a two-part round. So before you pull, uh, keep hold of everything that comes out and wear the hat. I mean, I know we're all wearing oh, headphones, absolutely. so it makes it a little difficult to wear the hat. But wear the hat. Okay, so let's uh, let's pull your cracker, Joe. Okay. Yeah, you guys go. You right. guys go.
3: Oh, Harry's gonna shit himself. Oh. oh no. uh, well, Is that, that how it's supposed so well. to work? It's, terrifying, it's supposed isn't to do it? some more popping than it did. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Uh, all right. made in China probably.
2: I think. Are you the word explosive might have prepared you for something a little more spectacular
0: than what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a mild it's a light pop. All
2: right. Okay. You Should we go.
3: crack?
4: Here we go. Woo-hoo!
3: they exciting.
0: out, and Harry's eating them. That's probably not safe.
3: <laughs> oh, there's parts. Oh, it's a puzzle. Oh, cool. help me put my okay, life I'm gonna, together. I'm just going to pull mine. Oh, he's very exciting. disappointing
0: crackers. very disappointing crackers. Oh. Um, but here's That's the deal. Pol- that is There positive. are jokes yes. in here. There are jokes in here. Yes. Um, don't read yours, oh. because we have some some classic Christmas cracker jokes. And here's what we're going to do. All right. Part one. It's traditional that in a British Christmas cracker, you get a shitty toy, you get a demeaning hat, and you get a terrible, terrible riddle like this. What does James Bond eat at Christmas? So let's guess at an answer. I, Team U.S., you're not going to get this. Team U.K.?
2: It's Penny. Min- mince Spies. Oh.
0: <laughs> mince Spies is exactly right. That is a terrible joke. What is it's that? It is a terrible joke. Well, it's like mince pies <laughs> is the thing that you would eat if you were British. Yeah. But he's a spy. So, uh, mince spies. Oh, Do you get it? He eats spies. He's a cannibal. Good work, he's cracker. a cannibal, apparently. Yeah.
3: Cracker, please.
0: Cracker, please. So, in the first part of this round, each guest will read the setup from each cracker joke, and the other guests will guess at the punchline. Now, remember, I am scoring this round, and I dictate the winner. So, go for the funniest answer you can think of rather than the terrible, terrible punchline. That has been written within. Oh you get it pressure. right? Good for you. I don't care. I want I want some better jokes than they were able to give us. And I can't find mine. I don't know if these get better. These are... Oh, no, no. They're terrible. They're terrible. Here, here I'll do this. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll do this. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'll start. I'll start. Here we go. What do they sing at a snowman's birthday party? What do they sing at a snowman's birthday party? Hell's bells. Uh, incorrect. I like it, but incorrect.
3: Uh, Hell's bells. It's your last Christmas.
0: Okay, yes, oh. I'll take that. Team UK, what you got?
2: Um... At a snowman's birthday party.
0: A snowman's birthday party. Assuming that a snowman has lived a full year.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's the flaw in it, isn't it? Oh, they sing right. a song called How
0: Shit Was This Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Point to Team UK. <laughs> Actual answer. Freeze a jolly good fellow. Oh, wow. wow.
3: That's a stretch. I wow. Sort of.
0: My hat fell off. I got to start
4: thinking like a Brit on yeah. these. Um, um, so right. so okay. do we. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you want to read yours? Yeah. You take a swing. What lies in a pram and wobbles?
1: What? Um, Eggnog. Yep. <laughs> a jelly
3: baby.
0: Yep. Is that yeah! true? It is indeed a okay. jelly baby. Well, congratulations. You get no points for that. Uh, Wait, I want a better answer.
3: What's the first? What lies in a what? In a, in a pram, pram. Like
0: a, a, a stroller. A stroller.
3: Unfamiliar with all baby things. Yeah. Uh,
0: Your mom told us.
3: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sad face. <laughs> I want to do a shaking the baby joke here. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who was that nanny? Oh. All of them. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like Mar- Mary Mary Poppins. Not Mary Poppins, it's Mary Wobblins. Hmm? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mary Wobblins.
0: Ugh. These are like the possibility of humor even coming out of these is, is pretty is this Is this, this a, is a, a Fran Dr- Is this a comedy.
3: Fran Dresher joke? It it's be. a baby. It's a jelly baby.
4: <laughs> Mr Sheffield.
0: You know what? Fuck it. Point to uh, point to Carrie. All right. Oh let's hear yours. Uh, actually up.
3: All right, here we go. Uh, what do you get if you cross a skeleton with a famous detective?
4: Sherlock Bones.
3: Yes, that's oh, correct.
0: So I want a better answer. That's not funny. That's just two different words. Someone who can solve his own murder. <laughs> sure. Yes. You know what? Point to you. Giving us something to think about. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's hear yours.
1: Cool. We haven't pulled our crackers yet, so we better do that now. We'll Ready? Pull that shit. Oh, it's so wow. exciting. Should we pull that one as well? Yeah. Very so
2: exciting. Christmas. You want you want to hear mine?
1: Yeah, yes. go go go. Yeah.
2: Um, how do ducks like to round off a meal?
0: Oh, um, okay. I think I have the answer, but let's get a better answer than what we all know is the answer. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to give you what I'm uh, positive is the answer, which is put it on my bill.
1: Oh, I was <laughs> going to say I was going to go so cheese, cheese and quackers.
2: And
0: quackers. That, that, uh, <laughs> that, that's correct.
3: <laughs> cheese, <laughs> and
2: quackers.
3: Oh, cheese and quackers. Cheese and quackers? And quackers? Oh, I guess some people eat cheese and crackers as dessert. I as get dessert, it. right.
0: I get but it. if you're a duck, uh, yeah. you call them quackers.
3: <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It works I, on so many I, levels. I see they're out
0: of the restaurant, and the duck says, hey, put it on my
3: bill. I like it. I like that. Point to you. Yeah, point to you U.S. am going to give you a point.
0: Yeah, Team U.S. wins that one. With the assist from the host. <laughs> yeah. Carrie, what you got?
1: I got, uh, why was the onion crying? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the worst of all
3: of them. <laughs>
0: Why was the onion crying? did have a lot of Because it
3: lived in America.
0: <laughs> in 2016. Yeah,
3: that's correct. <laughs> yes, wow. yes. It even
4: says that in that fun little font. Yeah.
3: Yep. <laughs> With a winky emoticon <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah, and then a 2016.
0: Ask your parents. LOL. <laughs>
3: well,
0: you know what? I, Team US won that one. I, I feel. Oh, I'm I'm proud of the job that I did. Uh, but there's two parts mm. to this final round because. There's not just jokes inside these Christmas crackers. There is also gifts, toys, games, uh, things that are, that are weird and that you will almost definitely lose or that will get stuck in Harry's windpipe in just a few <laughs> minutes. Uh, so for the real meat of our round today, our final round, uh, part of the appeal of the cracker is that junk prize. Today, your goal is to convince us that it's not junk at all, but rather a priceless item that we should buy from you. Give us your best QVC presenter impression and sell us on this amazing collector's item. Whichever team convinces me that their items are the best will get the two million points. And I'm going to give you a little example because what just popped out of mind is, I mean, it truly is priceless. And I'm going to tell you about it. It is a pirate's eye patch. Okay? It's a little tiny piece of black plastic. And it has um, an elastic that you would then put the thing around you, and put it over one eye so that you look like a pirate. It's kind of timely because of Carl in The Walking Dead. He got his eye shot out. Ah, so oh, wear... spoiler alert! Well, you should have known Jack? by now. That's a year old. Yeah. Uh, so he has to wear an eye patch. It's a whole thing. Um, it, the zombie apocalypse could be upon us in just moments, so we, we, can, we can cosplay uh, until the real thing happens. Um, but there's a piece of elastic to affix it around your head. What I really love, what I think is really valuable, and really what I treasure about this pirate's eye patch is that it's just a piece of elastic. It's not. It's not actually like tied it's just a loose piece of (laughs) elastic that you have to thread through the thing i think it's good for hand-eye coordination um it is it's uh it's a good way to know how severe your tremors are and uh and if you if you get it around your head then you have a real feeling of accomplishment it's the pirate's eye patch available only in shitty shitty christmas crackers that you get from the british store in los angeles sold uh team uk we'll start with you what you got
1: so uh, I, what I've got is um, a, a small uh, plastic frog with a little sort of tag sticking out of his butthole um, mm. that one can press on to make him jump. Mm.
0: So, for... well, that sounds like a real piece of crap. Oh, uh, why, no,
1: why should I no. like that? No, because how many? I mean, if, if you're anything like me, you're incredibly jealous of frogs <laughs> and their <laughs> jump jumping ability. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And one, how you know, we all love jumping. And sometimes sure. it's it's Christmas. You've had Christmas dinner, you're full of turkey. You're a little bit sleepy. If you jump, sure. you might be sick. But you're thinking, oh God, I really want to do some jumping. And now you can with this small shit piece of plastic with a frog <laughs> with a thing sticking out of his bum, so you can press it and jump.
0: Someone can do your jumping for you.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And clank
0: all around the studio equipment, if I'm hearing correctly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm it's, it's outsource. You're outsourcing your, your Christmas Day jumping.
0: Uh-huh. Interesting. Nick, what
2: you got?
1: Well, if, uh...
2: if you're like me or like most men, you probably spend a lot of time wondering, is that three inches long or eight centimetres long? Oh. Worry no longer <laughs> with this no longer ruler that is three inches or eight centimetres long. <laughs> Oh. And if a friend of yours has a small <laughs> jumping frog, you can just see how long, how far it jumps, provided that it has jumped less than three inches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I need one of those. I need a. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like a travel ruler. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. because you can't always fit a full ruler into your pocket. No, you can't. And it's, no, it's not on.
2: practical to have a ruler the yeah. size of the journey you're going on. So just you know, every three inches or eight centimeters, if you prefer, just uh-huh. stop and measure how far you've come. And when you arrive at your destination, you'll know. You got tricked <laughs> with school supplies. Yeah. Like
4: that's
2: <laughs> Merry Christmas, I'm, all it's my family. Present. I've come <laughs> 412,643 inches to visit you for this seasonal goodness.
0: Well done. I want one. All right. You, you've made good points. Team US, what you got? <laughs> Nick? No. Joe? Do you like migraines and um, having more
4: questions than answers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't dislike them. Well, then, can I interest you in this small, travel-sized sheet of paper with a game board that is 20% game board and 80% diagrams and rules? Um, (laughs) sure. Play this fun game in five easy steps. (laughs) Step one, the counters are laid out as in figure A. Step two, counters can be moved at a time either vertically or horizontally. Okay, this is not a simple game. (laughs) Step three, as figure B and C show... Uh, and so on and so on, and then there's an unrelated clip art of a child with a cannon at
0: the bottom. Okay. <laughs> is this, uh, Team UK, is this like a smaller, more portable version of a game that you guys are familiar with that we might not be?
2: Well, I'm in an ideal position to tell you if it's smaller. Um...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I thought it was Connect know. 4, or tic-tac-toe but no no as the diagrams (laughs) clearly show it is absolutely not those things no
0: well (laughs) i'm intrigued if not exactly sold uh lauren what you got
3: well has 2016 made you uh more angry than you've ever thought before are you terrified about your future and how worry not this is a 20 part (laughs) puzzle clearly aimed at uh children with the dolphin that uh that looks like it's clearly on meth, which is that is a delight in itself, but the entire time that we've been uh, since we've opened our crackers, I've been trying to solve and have still not done it. <laughs> yeah, but uh bonus. I also have not thought about the IUD that I am required to get in two weeks because who knows what will happen in the next four years. Uh I'm not required. uh, I haven't thought about uh, my Mexican friends being uh, deported. I haven't thought about my Jewish friends being put in an internment camp. This dolphin puzzle may solve all of your 2016 woes.
0: Folks, I am sold. I am telling the points in my head. It, the Team US wins. It, team, honestly, you did a great job, but more importantly, we need this.
3: Yeah, we, we, need do, need we this. do need this.
0: We need this victory. Team UK, I think you won't begrudge us that. Also, right? if you no, solve that puzzle, you. it's the secret last step of playing whatever this is. <laughs> I, think I legitimately can't.
2: I am to you for learning new rules, which is something that's going to come in really handy.
0: <laughs> I guess it will. I guess it will. Now, before we finish, uh, do you guys have anything that you want to plug? Because um, it is the Christmas season. If there's stuff out there for uh, of yours to be consumed, we'd love to we'd love to push it. And then to offset the ego karma, maybe something someone else did that you want to bring the attention of the world to. We'll start with Carrie.
1: I'm in a couple of Christmas specials this Christmas, which is terribly no. exciting. Um, really? One uh, on Radio 4, John Finnimore souvenir program Christmas special on the 27th okay. of December. And one on uh, Sky One, uh, a show called Yonderland, which is magnificent. Um and in which I fall in love with uh Anthony Stewart head off Buffy
3: I mean not 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 in the show,
1: not like on no. screen, but just for behind real. the real sip, just completely and utterly for real he's wonderful, so oh, um worries. yeah, do you remember his
0: uh, Maxwell house commercials
1: oh yeah, oh yeah over here it was gold blend, but no, did you have those in the states it. for maxwell house
0: uh i think I think it was Maxwell House ah. it was some brand of instant coffee,
1: yeah, and, him and uh, Sharon something who's married to Trevor Eve and other interesting oh. facts.
0: I don't know who either of those people no, are. But enough. it was like it, it was like a soap opera that played out over the course of many commercials in the 80s.
1: Yeah. Pre-Buffy. And every every single advert involved at the very end, one of them thinking that the other one was going out with someone else, but then it turned out that it was their brother. Every oh, single one. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Mm.
0: I don't remember that, but I do remember the clean, crisp taste of Maxwell House coffee. Uh, <laughs> Nick right. Duty.
2: Um... I kind of finished most of my stuff for the year now. <laughs> Got a few gigs that I'm not going to you with, uh, and nothing I'm doing is as cool as uh, what Carrie's doing. But um, you can follow me on Twitter at Doody. I have just discovered though a show on Netflix uh, called Shit's Creek, which if you haven't seen, is just the most lovely thing. I've
0: heard it's great.
2: It it's it's really great. it's Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yeah, cool. like playing. Uh, Billionaires who've lost everything and now have to live in the small town in the Midwest that they bought once for a joke. (laughs) (laughs) And it is, it's one of the loveliest pieces of just feel good comedy I've seen in ages. I'm on episode six because I've just raced through them in one evening, but I'm recommending that to everybody.
4: Okay. I'm sold. She's probably still my favorite actress. Oh, Oh, she's amazing. Brilliant. One of the greatest. Joe Starr, what you got? Uh,. If you uh, like Star Wars, uh, the Honest Trailer for Empire Strikes Back was released today. So please get in the YouTube comments and tell us how we're uh, horrible idiots for uh, making jokes about a movie you loved. And uh, we also just released um, uh, the Screen Junkies roast of uh, Darth Vader, where all the characters of Star Wars make fun of Darth Vader. And if you've ever wondered what it would be like if Darren Hayes of the band Savage Garden played (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi... In a roast of Darth Vader. Uh, you can find out on okay. ScreenJunkies.com.
0: So that's why his profile pic is him as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Exactly. Yeah. Mystery solved. Yeah. That's what I'm I here follow him. I think we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> All the gays are. They yeah. You get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some, someone else did? Uh, the podcast
4: Lady to Lady, which is an amazing podcast. Uh, yeah. Brandy Posey, Barbara Gray... Uh, they um, and Tess Parker and Tess Parker, thank you. Uh, they did a commentary track of uh, the movie Showgirls. Oh boy, it's hilarious! You can download it. It's uh, all the proceeds go to charity. I think they go to Rain, uh, which is a, a wonderful organization. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear some very very funny women uh, crack wise about one of the greatest movies of our time, great
0: Showgirls, check it out. There it is. How about you, Miss Lauren Ashley Bishop?
3: I'm sorry. There's a lot of names. It's a lot a, of names. It's annoying. In there. I know. It's, it's, a, it's a mouthful. It's a bother. Um, yeah, I would just say um, to, uh, follow me on on Twitter. It's an, an it's another annoying name. It's S Bell Lauren, like Southern Bell Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, on Instagram, um, I'm on Instagram, and Harry, my my cherished son, uh, is on Instagram as well. Um, it is Senior Dirty Harry. And I'm trying to up his followers so that he becomes one of these um, celebrity dogs mm-hmm. and gets free stuff because having a son is expensive. Yeah. And uh, he just wants a bark box, yeah. you guys. He just wants a bark box, maybe some Tito's vodka. Yeah, get sure. this
4: guy a pet crate. Yeah,
3: he, ra- he rates things. So you can always suggest something for him to rate, you know, three paws up, four uh, paws down. Oh, that's uh-huh. fun. Yeah. That's- well, it's because he's got white eyelashes and he always looks like he's judging you. So I was like, let's just have him judge shit. I like that. Yeah. Um, and something somebody else does. I just want to uh, shout out my friend uh, Ed Weeks, who they just did a uh, 100th episode, I think, of the Mindy Project. And uh, we want to keep him here in the United States. So please go to Hulu and watch that show um, and rate it highly so we okay. can keep him here in America.
0: Very good. Very good. Thank you. Uh, I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. My book, Party of One, is out. And my thing that someone else is making that I really love is Drew Drogi has a new podcast Ooh. called Minor Revelations, where his friends come in and like tell stories that they haven't told a thousand times before in other podcasts, and it's great. And the, uh, uh, Drew Drogi is hilarious in the sound of his voice. is very, very soothing. So I recommend it highly. Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations.
3: Also, update, there are two dolphins in the puzzle. I've gotten that far. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Hey. Now want
0: to. never ends. <laughs> this never
4: ends. You have pulled parts of that puzzle apart so hard. I and
3: know. I'm really struggling. It's hard. <laughs>
0: and we're not leaving the studio until that shit is <laughs> no. solved. The door's <laughs> locked. Get, get ready. Uh, all right. Lauren Ashley Bishop, Joe Starr, Carrie Quinlan, Nick Duty. thank you all for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah or a Happy Kwanzaa or whatever it is that you celebrate. And we'll see you next time on International Waters. Bye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Lauren Ashley Bishop, Joe Stark, Carrie Quinlan, Nick Duty. Our theme song is USA vs. White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Thank you also to Miss Adenine. I think I'm saying that right. For the five-star review on iTunes, if you haven't already left us a review, please do it now. It really does help. We appreciate it so, so much. It helps us get the word out to new listeners, and it just gives you a good warm feeling inside that can carry you into tomorrow Uh, The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and by Laura Swisher. Welcome aboard, Swish. And MaxFun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Sarah Morgan and Riley Silverman. And our producers are Christian Duenas and Jennifer Warner. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
4: Listener supported.